your guarantee. Chiefs, let's go. The game that the boys needed to shut up all the haters, all of them, including yourself. This is the game that truly catapults him to a whole nother level. This team is rocking and rolling, ready to go. Made a team that didn't even punt at all last game. Punt four times. Hey, man, when it's grim, you got to be the Grim Reaper. Is your audio going? There you go. Yeah, I sorry, I couldn't hear. It's not like you had a dick in your mouth. <laughs> the Chiefs come back and win in in pre- impressive fashion. Impressive fashion. It was a crazy two minutes. Twenty-five points in two minutes. Back and forth. Back and forth. Who wasn't part of that back and forth? Diggs. Diggs was definitely not part of that back and forth. Only three catches for seven yards. So I'm going to pump the brakes on the Chiefs talk. Oh. A lot happened. Whoa. A lot happened, but they're still in this. We can talk about the Chiefs next week. We're going to have plenty of time. Uh, and I know you've got plenty to say. I just can't handle it this late at night. We're recording Let's go. It. Let's uh-huh. go. Let's talk. Let's talk. I want to talk about the Chiefs game, right. but I want to talk about it a little bit differently. Welcome to Money Back Guarantee. My name is Jay. Uh, life has no meaning. I want to die. <laughs> and this is my co host, Angel. With just boiling hot blood in my body right now it's been electric i've been in cloud nine since the damn end of the game we don't have to talk about that though uh couple things uh uh, this isn't going to be anything interesting or inventive obviously the chiefs were victims to the overtime coin flip now they are on the other side of it. Yeah, absolutely. Angel, Taylor Fade, because this is going to be hot conversation this week. Taylor Fade, NFL overtime needs to change. Also, also, let's let's do it again. Taylor Fade, NFL overtime needs to change for the playoffs. Um, it's already changed a little bit for the playoffs because there's no ties. But yep. in the NHL, you go three on three in overtime and you go for one period, five minutes, and then you do a shootout. That's NHL. In the yep. playoffs, you go five on five until someone scores. Yeah. In hockey, there's a lot more opportunity. The ice is smaller. You know, the game can end in 30 seconds. Now, in NFL, it's a little different. Now, you're going fade. Correct? You think NFL yeah. overtime is fine the way it is? Yeah, I think, hey, man, finish the game in the first 60 seconds or 60 minutes. That's where you finish the game. If it goes to a coin toss, I mean, that's tough. I like the – I do like the 10-minute, let it go ahead and let it run its course for the next 10 minutes. 
or I don't know what what other options go nine on nine for the overtime. See so what college, so college goes. I believe it's from the twenty five. Yep. And you go back and forth. I have two two ideas here. Now keep in mind, I I say tail, and that's coming from a Patriots fan, and coming from a Chiefs hater. So I've been on both sides. I bet the Buck mm-hmm. or the Bills. I almost went perfect this week. If it wasn't for the Bills, I was looking real good. And then I've been on the other side. Obviously, the Patriots, that game could have been completely different if the Chiefs had gotten the ball back. Yeah. Uh, teams who have won the toss are 10-1. and one. Yep. So you are talking 93-ish percent chance. If you win the coin toss, you win. Now, some games, that's whatever. Teams don't really score. Literally, your teams had – these teams, Buffalo and Kansas City, even to a lesser extent the Patriots, had just gotten done sprinting up and down the field for two <laughs> minutes. You go no rest but a coin flip right in. So I have two suggestions. One, you do college overtime, but you do it from the 50. Okay. You get full drives, take as many as you want. That way, if you win the toss, you still want the ball because the defense is still gassed Mm -hmm. um, and your defense has more time to rest. So there's still an advantage to winning the toss. But you can't go full sprint and the other team still gets a rebuttal. Or my other suggestion is keep the overtime rules the way they are, but give them a full 10-minute halftime mini halftime NFL can air some commercials. They can make some more money. Everybody wins that way. At least in a game like this, you give Buffalo a chance, their defense, a chance to breathe. And maybe instead of 10 and one, it's like seven and four. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I feel like to change up the college NFL rule. I mean, if the, First team comes out and scores a touchdown. The next team should start on the 25. But if no, they don't, I, they start I, at the 50. See, I think the NFL, I think the NFL, it's, it's, they're too good and they're too different. I think if you start at the 25, it's giving too much of advantage, an advantage to a team like the Buccaneers, who are absolutely fucking terrible when it comes to like bang, bang, fast paced defense. But you yeah. get them down in the goal line. They're fucking clamps. Yeah. It is a massive disadvantage to the Chiefs. And again, massive being maybe an exaggeration because they're pretty good from anywhere. But the Chiefs fuck up way more from inside the 20 than they do from the 50. I feel like you take away a huge element of that Chiefs offense when you get them a little bit close to the goal line. I mean, we should stop calling the red zone for the Chiefs. When you talk about when the Chiefs are inside the 30, it's the cute zone. Yeah. It's the cute zone. That's what we're going to call it because that's all they do is do cute shit in that zone. So that's what and we're going to call it. And fumble. <laughs> and, and, of course, that. So that's what we're going to call it from here on out. But, I mean, I like the rule. I like the rule how it is almost because, I mean, hey, man. They, had, they could have called heads, and the game would have been different. We would have been talking about the same shit. They called tails. It was heads. You had a chance to beat them. 13 seconds. Less time than Dak. That's the they other thing. Two plays and, closed, and got that, 45 yards. That's the other thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. Here's my other one. Taylor Fate. Under, th- under say, 40 seconds left. With or without timeouts, the dumbest thing you can do in the NFL is play prevent defense, Taylor Fate. Because you saw the Buccaneers miscommunicate on a full blitz, didn't get the fucking memo there, and then you saw Buffalo just let Kansas City send it to overtime by playing some bullshit-ass prevent defense and just giving Patrick Mahomes two 15-yard passes. For free. Yeah. Um, that whole the, – the three plays for the Bills right there were absolutely awful. Number one, 
not squib kicking the ball. What are you doing kicking the ball out the end zone when you could have burned five or six seconds off the clock kicking a short? Again, then you play pre-event twice. I'm a defensive coordinator. No, we're going to play our base defense. And, hey, guys, we know they don't have a lot of time. So don't let them beat us over the top. And they also had, and they also, you don't do that when the other team has two timeouts because they don't fucking care about getting into the middle of the field. They don't care about, so like you're protect, the Bills protected the sideline too much when that doesn't matter. They have Mm -hmm. two timeouts. You're telling me I can just get 15 yards, go down, timeout, and it's seven seconds? You're an idiot. It's under seven seconds. You can do that. Like Tyreek Hill, you can do that in five seconds. Yep. That's just not. And Tyreek Hill can break one. That's not having football IQ. Leslie Frazier, cancel his his interviews. I hit man. That's bad, bad, bad football. And it was shown right there. Two plays, 45 yards. That's not okay. You cannot let that happen. And you cannot let the ball go to the one receiver on the one side of the field. Like, come on, man. If you even go, if you're gonna play prevent, that's fine. But man up close at the line. Bad, bad, bad defense. And hey man, we take we can, advantage of bad defense. We can uh we'll we're gonna call this the uh the Taylor Fade show because we don't have a ton of time. I feel like we're so late in the day that everybody's kind of talked all that shit all day. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Uh, But uh, Joe Burrow takes a playoff record nine sacks in one game. Pulls off the W. Uh, Taylor Fade. uh, The Titans lost that game. The Bengals didn't win it. Uh, yeah, I'm actually absolutely going to tell that. I mean, Ryan Tannehill's numbers tells you right there. 15-24 for 220 yards with three interceptions. Ryan Tannehill, I mean, Taylor Fade. Ryan Tannehill is uh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, Pressure on the line. You need to perform well. Uh, you have uh, the weapons around you. Overall quality, overall quality, I would say tail. Um, from a, He's Kirk I mean, Cousins they're, they're I think they do. I think they do slightly different things differently. I think Kirk Cousins is less prone to turnovers, but he's also less prone to risk. Yep. If Tannehill feels pressure. I respect Tannehill more as a runner, and I think Tannehill is more likely to just huck that thing in a bad spot, whereas Kirk will take a bad sack. There you go. But overall Kirk level, like if you're ranking quarterbacks, yeah, I'd put them like 22-23. Yeah, and that's what you got from that game. And also, you, this wasn't the game to bring out Derrick Henry for 22 touches. His first game back, you gotta let him, you got to let Ryan just take the game. You only let Ryan throw Bro, the ball 24 times. We That's fucking tough. we fucking hinted at it a little bit. Um man, like you really should have played Derrick Henry week 18. Yeah. We kind of th- like we kind of said talked about it in more of like a uh a will they won't they play him? But man, like the way it looked, he looked fucking real rusty. And it would have been a really good idea for you to get him and just get him some more time. Derrick Henry always starts slow and pretty much missed the whole season. So you should have, I mean, not, he didn't miss the whole season. He Devonta, Devonta Smith uh, looked, or what, Devonta Foreman? Yeah. Devonta, Devonta Foreman looked real fucking good. And didn't get, he only got three t- three carries. Uh, Why change your offense this much when this offense carried you to the number one seed? Inception Taylor fate is Julio Jones the worst or the most disappointing. We're going to go with the most disappointing free agent signing of the year. Absolutely. Because I'm thinking like 
Johnu Smith, but he didn't have that high expectations. Like, no. I'm like, Julio and AJ supposed to light this shit on fire. Absolutely. The most disappointing to the point where, man, do you want Julio back? And they were hurt too. They were a lot, they were injured for a lot of the season, but yeah, I would definitely look at moving Julio if possible because. Or looking for a replacement for Ryan. It'd be really, really, it'd be more, it'd be a smarter move to look for a quarterback that can get it done. Because Julio is a weapon, AJ's a weapon, and obviously Derrick Henry. So I've got a couple of questions about this game. Um, we're going to go Taylor Faye. Joe Burrow put mm-hmm. on a show, Jamar Chase. Needs to have more targets next week if they're going to have a shot at Kansas City. Uh, he's had, you know, just like a little bit of success against the Chiefs, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Fate, the 2019 LSU Tigers, the best college football team I have ever seen with my eyes, yep. uh, would be – would have been – figure within two years if you just take that whole team let them keep playing together 2019 lsu tigers if they'd all stay together in 2022 would make the playoffs in the nfc absolutely i mean yeah i would almost top rank them boys top three chase jefferson terrace marshall joe burrow clyde edwards alaire uh questenberry is the starting center for the uh their center was the starting center now for the denver broncos every i'm just i was kind of just looking at it because they were they were really fun like i said i had a ton of fun watching them play it was up there with like the 98 vikings for me and uh like the 08 patriots or the yeah the 08 patriots oh nine patriots 18 and 0 patriots whoever they were but i'm looking like Derek stingley caleb on chase on uh, Delpit, Patrick Queen. You look at this entire like. Not only has this entire team been drafted, we're not talking like free agent signings. They are all starting and impact players in this league, and you've had maybe three back to back rookie of the years, or yeah. should be rookie of the years. The, the only wild sad, squad. The only sad thing about that squad is Coach O doesn't have a job anywhere. Maybe he did that to himself, but we won't get into that. <laughs> so I broke my phone. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can even see it, but see how fucked up it is. Uh, yeah. I cannot connect to Wi-Fi. I cannot connect to Bluetooth. I cannot shut the volume off, but it just flickers on and off. I can't power down the screen. How did you break your phone? I threw it. Gotcha. On the ground. What quarter was it? Uh, After the pick in the second. No. After... After the Rams second, after the Bucks stopped, just chose not to cover Cooper Cup on third and 14 or third and 20 for like a 70 yard touchdown. I threw my phone. And then <laughs> after the pick, I threw the remote control and I hit my phone and I shattered the remote control. Oh so now I don't have either of those things right now. Um, oh my goodness! Yeah, it was a very, very ugly game. So if you hear Lavar Ball going bang bang, uh, <laughs> that is me receiving a text message, and I don't, I'm not able to turn my phone off. Oh man! Shout out so, to Lavar. <laughs> so I'm, I'm literally like making calls at work. And, like, I need my phone to get onto, like, my work server because, like, they have a two-toned authentication app. So, like, I'm making, like, very serious phone calls in the background. She's, bang, bang. 
bang, 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 bang. Because your fucking dumbass is texting me some Jackson Mahomes shit. Bang, bang. <laughs> I just oh. want to kill myself. Anyway. Uh, I'm sorry. I know you want to talk about the cheese game and all that stuff, but I am I almost bought game tickets to the game. And if I was under Britney and she's pouring champagne on me, I am, I am very upset. Yeah, the Chiefs won. I'm screaming. I'm happy. But it is also 29 degrees out there. It's cold. I don't want to smell like cheap champagne. And it's going to take you a while to get to your car. <laughs> it's gonna, I'm going to catch a cold because of you, and I would not appreciate that. And if there's a kid around me, you should go to jail. Meanwhile, meanwhile, she's been in a heated box for the last four hours. <laughs> she, she's in there with a t-shirt, just <laughs> like, hey, I get it. You're excited. That's cool. Do it in the box. They got people that's gonna clean that up. Don't pour it on these fans that paid almost five hundred dollars to be there. I was almost one of those guys. <laughs> almost. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, so. Uh, very, also, we're going to talk about this very, very sad game. Uh, I'm going to just skip over it completely because there's what, nothing to what, say. What do you mean? Uh, Tom Brady almost did it again. Bro. That's not Tom's fault. That Tom almost bro, did it again bro, with here's nobody. The here's the thing. The nobody. fix is in. The fix is in. The NFL is fucking rigged. Bro, oh. that first half, they spotted them. 10 points. Like, and here's the thing. NFL, Goodell, you bitch. You don't have to spot the Buccaneers, the Rams, any points. The Buccaneers secondary did that themselves. Run enough plays, they're going to forget to cover somebody. Like, helmet to helmet on Brady. He's literally bleeding. And Sean Hockley, that muscle-bound bitch, felt threatened. Fuck you, dude. Like, do you look at the blood? Like, if there's blood on the face, you have to at least be like, huh, I wonder what that was. And then Adama Kitsu gets kicked, and you're going to give them 15 yards. Both of those extended and almost killed drives. They basically spotted the Rams their first touchdown with bullshit penalties. It was ridiculous. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like, and then, man, I don't know. Gronk looks slow. He looks slow to me. He's not going up to get the ball. If Brady doesn't hit him in stride, he's not making the moves that he normally would make. If he's a free agent, Brady's a free agent. Technically, he's under contract, but, like, you know Brady. He's basically a free agent. If he says I'm not playing or if he says I don't want to play, if he says I'm trying, I'm signing a one-day deal, a one-day contract with the Patriots, release me, they're going to fucking do it. Um, I would not pay Gronk more than $1 million base salary with incentives. Whoa, he's at talking this, about coming back. I know. At this point, at this point, I would pay Grunk more if he agreed to play primarily tackle. Oh shit! Because at this point, no offense, no again, huge Gronk fan. I own the Pit Vipers. Cameron Braid is a better receiving threat for this team than Gronk. Whoa! And yes, I I know what I'm saying. Yeah, a couple things from that. Um, Goodell's a bitch that was written from that was Jay wrote, read that. Oh my god, Jay read that from a Goodell email. Number two, football hating pussy Taylor Fade. Uh, referees heard Tom Brady said he gets away with a lot of shit talking. The refs let me do that. That's the reason why he got that flag on him. False, false. You don't think that affected that call at all? Tom was in his face. Tom, we've seen Tom get in a lot of people's faces. Never get a call. He gets a call there after the comments. Again, I lose this argument with my wife a hundred times out of a hundred. But I'm <laughs> going to say it now on this podcast. It doesn't matter what you say as long as you're right. And Tom Brady was right. Are you going to protect players or not? He got hit in the fucking head. He was bleeding. Tyreek Hill did the peace sign. 
That is fucking taunting, sir. That is 15 yards. You have been called for it early in the year. Now, again, I don't care. I think taunting is stupid. I think he should be allowed to do it, and you should be allowed to knock him out. And I don't think Antoine Winchfield should be penalized for or fined for giving the peace sign back to him in the Super Bowl. I think taunting makes the game better. But you can't sometimes call it. If you're going to, like, I have seen some of the most ridiculous, like, Sam or uh, yeah, Sam Darnold, like, running forward at the last minute throwing it and a defensive end, like, hugging him, but helmet to helmet, and they give him 15 yards. That kind of dumb shit. This was way more egregious. I mean, yeah. I mean, he got away with one last week. He got one when he didn't deserve one. And also, to defend Tyreek Hill, uh, the defender was in front of him, and he was trying to give a stiff arm. That's what he was doing. And then speed got him through. But You people are disgusting. Back to Tom. Uh, so here's my, here's my Taylor fate. And I am, I am going to give you my answer first. <laughs> Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers both play one more year for, respectively, the Buccaneers and the Packers. So uh, they both re-sign. No, I'm going to fade that. Definitely Where's- not Aaron Rodgers. Where do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to go? Um, if he could find a way out of his deal, he could go to New Orleans, um, Indianapolis, or Denver. That is the first time I've heard New Orleans, and I actually don't hate that if they can pull off Devontae Adams if he doesn't get tagged. I think yep. that's that's very interesting. Here is why I think – that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers both play with their respective teams. Oh, shit. Here are quarterbacks under 30 in the AFC. Josh Allen, Mac Jones, Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. And then in between that, you have – Maybe Aaron Rodgers going to Denver or Indianapolis or Tennessee. Uh, maybe Deshaun Watson going to Miami. Maybe Zach Wilson takes a step. I don't have any faith in Tua, so I'm not going to say anything there. Maybe Aaron Rodgers goes to Pittsburgh. You've got really good – like there's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback in that conference – assuming like they keep their franchise quarterback who maybe only makes the playoffs like twice in their career. Yeah, possibly. Meanwhile, in the NFC, you have Dak, Jalen, Heineke, uh, Giants, maybe somebody. You have the Packers, maybe Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, Jared Goff, Jameis Winston, Matt Ryan, Sam Darnold, Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe Russell Wilson. The NFC is asking to be one. And if I am Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, I think it's retirement or bucks. But Aaron Rodgers, and I think he comes back for one more year because I think after a while, knowing how close he was, especially watching – how they almost came back against the Rams. I think the Rams are going to shellack the Niners this week. Ooh. We'll see, though. Uh, knowing how close he was and knowing how wide open this NFC is, is going to eat him alive. The Falcons aren't getting that much better. No. Uh, ben McAdoo is now the offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. Tom Brady, I mean, he can lose twice to the Saints again and still – very easily win the NFC South. Yeah. So he's in a weaker division. If I'm Aaron Rodgers and I'm looking at all these places to go with a potential quarterback, why would I go and play that murderer's row in the AFC? Look at the divisions. Like if he goes to Denver or Vegas, he's got to play Herbert Mahomes four times next year. 
mm-hmm. to, and he's got to win probably four out of six or what? Probably at least two out of four to make the playoffs. Yep. If he goes to Pittsburgh, he's got to beat Baker, Lamar, and Burrow probably at least three out of six. You assume he's got a split. Right. And, again, some people think the Browns are two easy wins. Maybe you don't believe in Baker. I am choosing to believe a healthy Baker will be much better. And they're running – like, I'm hearing more and more about Cleveland's, like, training staff being shit. Like, everybody, like, staying hurt, getting hurt and staying hurt, and, like, all the knees and hamstrings. Kind of like Arian Foster, how every injury he had was a soft tissue injury, and it's like, bro, like, are you doing yoga, or, like, what are you doing, are you not doing? Right. And it turns out he was just maybe, like, doing too much strength training early in his career, but that's a thing where uh, Josh Johnson, the safety from the Rams, came in and was like, yeah, I there's, like, not a yoga – class ever like there's like not a lot of stretching stuff like apparently it's just not great in Cleveland but either way you're looking at like uh not easy wins at all like I don't I don't know where you where you go with that and you know the NFC you look at New Orleans do you really want to play Tom four times a year or twice a year maybe maybe not maybe he'd love that maybe he hears the narrative of you know if Tom wins MVP, maybe that will push him to look at New Orleans better. Right. Uh, but man, right now, if you're telling me that I have to play Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, and Jared Goff, two of those teams don't have coaches right now. <laughs> like two of those teams might not have quarterbacks in six weeks. That just seems like you're going to win the NFC North so easily. Like he doesn't want to rebuild, but man, I don't think it would take much of a, I I don't know what their salary cap situation is, but like, man, it's not going to get easier to compete. You'll make the playoffs. It's not going to help if you, your reputation, if you get bumped in the first round, but bro, you'll get to the first round. Like you get, you're six and oh, I don't see them losing. Like maybe you drop one to the Vikings but you're telling me that you can go five and one in the division right now like that? Yeah, that would – Packers need to do a lot of soul-searching when it comes to that roster, though. They need to do a lot of signing people and well, – Aaron Rodgers needs to be careful what the fuck, he, what he, the fuck he's wishing for. Because mm-hmm. I've, heard, I've heard uh, there's been more grumblings – that Tom feels like he is doing too much in the organization. He feels like he has to GM. He feels like he's the offensive coordinator. And then if they lose, Bruce Arians calls him a piece of shit at the press conference. And some are saying that that might be one of the reasons why Tom is considering hanging it up is just because it's very stressful. Uh, Aaron, if you're going to bitch about the roster, you need to be engaged you need to be proactive. You need to be cordial in recruiting. And more importantly, you need to be close to Wisconsin in the offseason if you want this to happen. Tom and Zoom calling anybody from Brazil, he's moved to Tampa. <laughs> so, yeah. Aaron, do you want to be in the draft room? Do you want to interview scouts? Like, what do you want to do? Because right now he's in the best spot ever. Like, we talked about King of the Week, uh, Jeremy Grant. I want less responsibility and more money. Like, right now, Aaron Rodgers, as somebody who identifies a lot with Aaron Rodgers, he's in such a fucking amazing place. Nothing is ever his fault. The fans will never turn on you. They'll fire a GM for you. If you go out and suck, well, there's not, there's not enough guys around you. There's not enough guys. They they didn't involve you. They didn't involve you in the process. Meanwhile, you're off hosting fucking Jeopardy. Hey, they didn't really fire their GM. They stuck to their guns and kept their GM this off season though. I'm just saying. This loss right here is definitely Aaron Rodgers fault, man. I'm just saying if Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay and they finish eight and eight last year, that is on Tom Brady. 
Oh, yeah. You have to go somewhere and do better. So if you go to, you know, if you go to Denver and, you know, you finish eight and nine, you lose to the Chiefs twice, you lose to the Chargers twice, you split with the Raiders, Aaron, you're hanging them up. If you go to the Colts, you better fucking make the playoffs, dude, because Carson Wentz went nine and eight. And we're paying you to be better than Carson Wentz. And that division, that if anywhere to go, that's the division to go to because that division is the weakest. You got fucking Texans, or yeah, Texans, Jacksonville, and Tennessee. You can win that division if he wants to go there. The other guys around him, when you get to the playoffs, yeah, that's going to be tough to do. But hey, man, the Packers. Hey, man, he said he wasn't. Hey, I can. I'm leaving. Fuck this shit. He's just hey, this roster needs work and this and that, and I'm going to leave and take some time and this and that. Hey, he might stay, but it doesn't seem like he was going to stay at all after this season was over. Now Rogers, Rogers would love Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler, he'd be best friends with him in Nashville. Oh, yeah, that would be fucking fantastic, but. Can I celebrate a little bit that the Packers are fucking out? The last dance ends in the divisional with you not even scoring a touchdown. You doing nothing. Your first drive, touchdown. You didn't even get to the red zone after that. Bro, it is making me – I don't even need to tailor fade this. It is making me absolutely fucking sick to my stomach that people like bitch-ass Stephen A are – Still saying after last week that Aaron Rodgers is the MVP over Tom Brady. No, absolutely. The Buccaneers secondary straight up gave up 14 points. And Tom Brady was one missed blitz away from sending that bitch into overtime and having a 93%, a 50% chance at a 93% chance of winning. Yep. That's some Sex Panther ass anchorman shit. 60% of the time it works every time. 50% of the time, you have a 93% chance of winning. Right. They were that close, but the defense fucked up. I feel like uh, if you want to talk about that game a little bit, I feel like Todd Bowles lost his fucking job. He pulled the Greg Williams. Cover zero blitz. 27 seconds left to go in the game. Cover Greg, zero. Who's, with- who's Greg Williams? Dr. Heat. There we go. There you, Dr. Heat, sending the fucking guys, and you let the best receiver in the NFL this year go scampering by your third, fourth DB. Fifth, I don't even know what number DB it was at the time. But, man, that was bad. That's a bad way to impress your new team. Worst, if any situation, Arians probably firing his ass. Uh, worst part is Bruce Arians came out and went full Mike McCarthy and said, uh, somebody didn't get the like the play call, but it's the right call. We stand by it. Over zero blitz? Yep. Bringing pressure, baby. Which, again, doesn't, like, doesn't Devontae hey, White run a 4 4? He can run a cup, bro. Fucking, <laughs> I, what I just don't understand is like Leslie Frazier, Todd Bowles, can we like get in the middle? Yeah. I don't like, and again, yes. of all the people, like, let OBJ do that. Like, anybody but Cooper Cup. Cup was one move and gone to it. You got to see the route. It was that's because that's because he's white. He's only got one move, Angel. I'm aware. <laughs> it was a good one move, though. It was great, just as great as the 49ers winning this game without scoring a touchdown. I mean, Jimmy without Jimmy. scoring a offensive touchdown or a defensive touchdown. <laughs> uh, well, I, I saw a stat. Jimmy G is three and zero in playoff games without throwing a touch when he doesn't throw a touchdown pass. Oh. Hand it off. I think I think it said something like he's nine and zero total when he doesn't throw a touchdown pass. Oh shit! Like I would take him out when it gets close. <laughs> Hand off, Debo. Hey, nah, Jimmy's not throwing a fucking touchdown. We can't afford that. <laughs> Debo, Debo, let Debo throw it. He's got an arm. Fuck it. <laughs> and Jimmy G. 
There's unfortunately there's two kings of the week this week. Let's just give it okay. to you. Can do the kings of the week, and I'll do the bitch of the week. There you go. Kings of the week is gonna go to Jimmy Garoppolo at the end of the game, giving a hug to Robbie Gold and saying, "Fuck yeah, fuck the Packers." Because man, oh man, we all felt that. We felt that. I mean, Jimmy, you didn't have a good performance to say it, but hey, I get it. I but felt that. Why does he hate the Packers? Fuck the Packers. That's is he like is he knows. like from Detroit or something? Is he from Chicago? I don't know. Who cares? Fuck the Actually, Packers. I think I think he is from Chicago. I bet he's a Bears guy. Oh, he could be. Because didn't he go to Eastern Illinois? He did. Oh, that would be great. Fuck yeah. I love it. Uh, Arlington, just, born Arlington Heights, Illinois. So yeah, he's a Chicago guy. He's a Bears. Yeah, player. fuck yeah! I bet that felt good, Jimmy. Hell yeah! Betty, Betty really wishes he would have thrown anything. <laughs> hey man, you know what? Oh shit, he fucked it up. He didn't throw a pick. I was like, hey, he didn't throw a pick. No, he threw one. He threw one. <laughs> oh man, and of course, the true king of the week, Money McPherson, Evan McPherson, the kicker. For the Bengals, right before he goes out there, he does a warm-up kick and goes, ah, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship, and goes out and nails a 50-yard field goal. Not a 20, not a 10, 50. The boy is money. He is great. He's the reason why they won that game, four for four with two 50-yard field goals. The boy was money. And of course, what nine and zero in the playoffs, or eight and zero? Nine and zero. Nine and zero. Yep. Shout out Bengals Twitter for for saying this is why we drafted kicker. Because hey, the Vikings did it too, but you know they got rid of him, and now he's kicking great for the Raiders. Well, did you you did you see uh, Ryan Longwell after Carlson missed those kicks? Uh, he called the Vikings. It was like, hey, I was watching the game. There's like a couple mechanical things he's doing wrong. I could fix it in no time. Just let me know if you want me to come in and work with him. Uh, the Vikings apparently never returned his call, and they cut him the next day, cut Carlson the next day. Oh, man. Yeah, well. I was on, uh, on uh, Ben Lieber's podcast. I saw a clip on Twitter. Uh, I have a couple uh, – and a, a, there's no other way to say this. Uh, bitch of the week. Ooh. Uh, number one is Sean Hockley for being uh, <laughs> being afraid of an aggressive 45-year-old man. Hey, man, he stands pretty tall over uh, the ref, man. Yeah, because pretty... he's tall, and Sean Hockley's got fucking Napoleon syndrome, just like his juiced-up fucking dad. Dude, scared of Pilates guy. His 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 fucking officiating crew by a large amount threw the most flags this season. Why? Because he likes being on fucking TV. He likes okay. those short sleeve shirts. And- Just like his dad. His dad was the jack referee. <laughs> hey man, they're part of the game too. Okay. Uh, and my second bitch of the week is uh the Los Angeles Rams for limiting who can buy tickets oh, yes. to an L you have to have an LA address on your credit card to try to keep home field advantage. Hey Rams, you don't have fans. Nobody gives a shit. Dude, that is so great. That is there are to its finest. There are quinceañeras in LA County that will have more attendees than your Super Bowl parade. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But those things get rowdy. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, hey man, we've seen how it was before. It was jam-packed 49ers fans. Because they have fans. They travel well. They're just up the street. I get it. But man. And they have been for a long time. They haven't been living in St. Louis. Do you think that is even fair to let it happen? Just to let just, I get, okay. I understand that first come, first serve, buy the tickets, cool. 
would you feel like it would be like a Texas like mutual ground site where all right 49ers fans can sit on this side would you be okay with that because if not the 49ers fans are just going to be all over the place here's the thing the fact that this is even an issue just shows that only stupid celebrities have season tickets and no one else does hey we get because here's the thing here's the thing you physically at like the vikings you physically just don't have that many available seats because there are so many season ticket holders. Yep. You have to buy them secondary market. The fact that there are so many of these seats available either means, one, you're jacking up the price for playoff tickets, scumbags. Mm. Two, you don't have regular season ticket holding fans. Why? Because people in L.A. don't give a shit because you're not the fucking Lakers. Pretty fucking much. Pretty fucking much. You put this team into a market where you already have a team that's already struggling. And no offense, I don't care if you re-sign OBJ. If you are like a kid under the age of 10 living in L.A. or a surrounding area, you're going to be a Chargers fan anyways. That's true. So you're not going to get fans. Like, I could see the Chargers actually growing a fan base. I don't think L.A. will. No. It's just going to be old heads who remember the Rams from back in the day. Or, like, people who the Rams were the first team that won, and they're like, I'm going to commit to being a Rams fan now, like Kraken fans. (laughs) Krakens need help, though. They fucking suck. They fucking suck. (laughs) Oh. Well, it was an amazing weekend. The matchups are set. The Cincinnati Bengals will travel to Arrowhead to try to beat the Chiefs at home. And 49ers, Rams, part three in L.A. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great championship. I would love to see Tom Brady. I would love to see him in there right now. It just feels weird without Tom. But better luck oh. next year, Tom. Oh, here we go. Uh, since we're doing a Taylor Fade show, this has literally been all Taylor Fades. I love it. Uh, Taylor Fade, super gremlin, should sign with the Baltimore Ravens next year. Mr. Pitt to the Palace himself wants back in the AFC North, and he wants to play with Action Jackson after posting a very rude – and unnecessary Photoshop after the Bucks lost. Um, yeah, sure. Fuck it. They need receivers, and AB needs a home if Harbaugh can deal with it, and Lamar can settle them in and say, hey, man, I'm going to throw it high. I'm going to throw it low. Good luck. Fuck it. Why not? He's going to be suspended half the year anyway. Does what – what right now, take a guess, like – We'll, we'll never end up fact-checking this. Given what you have, hypothetically, Mason Rudolph is starting, which probably won't be the case. Uh, what are Baltimore's odds to win the AFC North next year? Plus, like, plus-minus odds. I would oh. assume the Bengals would be your favorite at, like, minus 125. Right. And that would be uh, – I'll give the Baltimore – Plus 600, Browns plus 1,000, Steelers plus 1,800. I think that good value on uh, – that's actually – yeah, I don't hate that. Uh, does A – what does A, B do to those odds? Up, down, nothing at all? Uh, plus 500, maybe. Plus like, 500, goes- oh, up plus 100 more. Plus, yeah, plus yeah, maybe just a little bit, but maybe probably five fifty. I mean, it really depends on what they're going to do. I mean, obviously they're going to be ranked a little higher because they're going to get guys back. They're going to get their running back, the running backs. They're going to get their DBs. They're going to get their guys back. So the number is going to go up with AB yeah. in there as well. It's going to make oh shit, they got a receiver. You know, the, the numbers could fluctuate from there. But Bengals, they're only going to get better because they're going to draft O-line and they're going to draft fucking uh, DBs and defensive guys because 
25, 24, 23, 22, they're all on rookie deals. And to play together, they'll go fucking give me a two-year deal for 50. Bro, you know what's crazy? <laughs> they're all fucking young as shit, bro. <laughs> no, I was going to say, T. Higgins and Justin Jefferson's contracts are up at the same time. And the NFL has nothing other than the franchise tag that can stop Justin Jefferson from just being like, who day, baby, buy you Bengals. I mean, yeah. I mean, <sighs> the, the, the Bengals could legitimately turn this into a straight up uh, LSU squad. Yeah. And just straight eight, go straight AAU with it. Like they could bring the NBA to the NFL, especially with this TV money. It would be the hottest coaching seat every fucking year if you lose more than four games. Zach Taylor would be on the hot seat. Fucking six losses? Yeah, no. Interim coach immediately. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> they would be the hottest. Like you would have no excuses. You would hey, have T- to bring in T. Higgins. Sorry, but it's Jettas, dude. Bringing them in. Bro, hey, bro, they would be like, hey, bro, love you. Cool. All right. No, nah, we ain't going to get them. Go ahead. Get out of here, man. Have two receivers Justin, on the Justin, same team. Come here. Come here. Come here. Have two <laughs> receivers on the same team ever gone for 1,500 yards apiece? Shit, we're about to see it if they fucking link up. And Minnesota has, Minnesota can only go, hey, five year, 300 million. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, don't leave. Here's this. Like, Justin will go, yo, hey, I'll catch y'all on summer break. I'll, I'll be on the yacht. <laughs> now we're glad Zimmer didn't help you break Randy Moss's record. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's, an ex- that's another 30 million. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is still the quarterback. Sorry, Kirk, I'm out. Throw the damn ball, Kurt. <laughs> He's not saying that to Joe. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm been. Joe Burrow's got that personality to recruit. So I mean it'll be really interesting to see how Joe that, doesn't how that need to recruit. Joe just needs to go, hey, remember when we were in LSU? Yeah. Oh, you'll be here in 10 minutes. Thanks. Even Clyde, bro. They're not gonna pay Clyde. Clyde will go, yo, I'll back up Joe. Fuck it. Come on, bro. Let's go. Delpit's about a sprained ankle away from being cut by the Browns anyways. Dude, Delpit turns into a monster when he gets the Bengals. (laughs) Yo, that, hey, all these fuckers were in the locker room after the championship all drunk. Sign the pack. We'll play together in the NFL. Sign the pack. OBJ's like, hey, man, remember when I gave you that money in the locker room? Can I come? Nah, bro. Sorry. Full up. Nah. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> we we got to draft the other guy. We have to draft a freshman dude that signed the pack. I'm sorry. He's going to come out this year. He's on here. I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, Zach Taylor's just in the room, just like with Joe. Joe's like, hey, light my cigar. I'm telling you, you got the easiest job in the world. So how are they not calling Joe Brady at least to, like, be a passing game consultant? Dude, how are they not calling Coach O just to be the face? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Joe, Coach, I told you. I told you. You you gave me a chance. Now here's your chance. Offensive line coach, fuck it. Throw him in there. I would love it. I would love it and hate it at the same time. I would love to see it all work. I would hate to see it all work out, but love to see the Chiefs knock them out. Let's go. Woo! I would love to see Jetta's just – or uh, Jamar Chase just be your fucking nightmare after I called him as uh, as uh, being a stud. He's the, he is the biggest asshole. Jamar Chase will definitely win the biggest asshole of the year. When we do our fucking final counts, Jamar will be the biggest asshole of the year. From saying, I can't see the ball, to having over 1,000 yards. He's a dick. True dick. Fell just enough in fantasy that you couldn't pick him up, huh? (laughs) I crossed him off my boards because I was like, if you can't see the ball, I don't want to hear from him. And drafted T. Higgins, which wasn't too bad. 
which I do you lose? How much do you lose having T. Higgins over Justin Jefferson? Like, how much do you really lose? Because just T. Higgins is that guy, bro. He's I not, think, but they're different receivers. Like Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, that's like a true X and X and Z receiver. I think uh, T. Higgins is more of that Y receiver. You know, I think yeah. he's a guy. He's a bigger body guy. Ideally, you'd want to put him in the slot. And you'd want to you'd want to have him almost running like uh, like uh, Jimmy Graham routes back in the day for New Orleans. Yeah, I can see that. I can see Joe leaving if they don't fix off as a line though. Uh, yes and no. If shit doesn't get better on that team, Joe Joe and Jamar would definitely be like, "Yo, I'm out." We're going, uh, to the, again, we're going to the NFC because it's easier. Okay, yeah, I mean. <laughs> that could be in three years. Yeah, that could be like, nah, fuck that shit. I'd rather go play for fucking Seahawks if Russell moves. I could go fucking down south. I could go play for Atlanta. Oh, fuck. Atlanta with Joe Burrow. I mean, there's there's a lot of places that Joe Burrow could go right now. I don't think anybody right now is saying, nah, fuck Joe Burrow. I don't want Joe Burrow. All my homies hate Joe Burrow, you know? Yeah. We'll see after this game. Those guys will come back. He didn't have a good game. Who, Joe? Yeah. No. I mean, how could he? That that I think that password that, 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 that password was fucking ridiculous. Like their offensive line could stop anybody. They got to dig deep because right now they're that offensive line would be better off just cutting, trying to cut on every single play, rather than doing what they were doing last night. Dude, the Bucks offensive line looked better than the Bengals offensive line. Yeah, and they looked fucking awful. Honestly, I kind of I kind of talked to you about this. Um, I really hope that Tristan Wirfs is. I mean, I, this sounds bad, but I really do hope that Tristan Wirfs is hurt very badly. Because I was kind of hypothesizing that Bruce was maybe a little confident and was trying to make sure that if they won, Tristan Wirfs was going to be a hundred percent to take on uh, Nick Bosa. And if that's the case, like, I just don't know why you have some of the garbage active that you had. I just don't like in case of emergency, hit the Tristan worst button, shoot him up with Toradol if he'll let you and get him the fuck out there. You know, Bruce has the option on the table. I'm not going to say do it, but here's the needle. If you want it, like, that See, was just a game change. Like the minute they threw Aaron Donald out at right tackle at right end, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Like just because he's never done it before doesn't mean he can't. Like obviously, like this is what I would do in Matt. Like absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have put him out. I would have activated but not started him because the fact uh, the fact that he got hurt, went out, came back in. Tells me that, like, Tristan was like, I can do this. And then there was a play where it's like, nah, I'm really limping. It looked like he just needed a week, no practices, and he was going to be good to go. Like, how bad is an ankle? I mean, tape that shit up, bro. It's playoffs. I definitely think it was Bruce going, take the week, we'll be fine. You're going to go against a true DN. You know, because the Rams, they shuffle, but they don't really leave the guys on that side until that weakness is that side that you have to go against Aaron all the fucking game. Yeah, I I don't understand. Like, again, if he can – he practiced all week. If he was good enough to do that, I just – I don't know why he wasn't active. Yeah, and, man, it was – yeah, fucking, fucking bad. Fucking bad, fucking rough, not cool. Don't like it. Don't want to think about it. Uh, picks of the week. What do you got, Angel? Are you ready for picks of the week? Yeah, I'm ready for picks of the week. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. Pocket money, pocket money, pocket money, pocket money. 
The money back guarantee picks of the week. I'm going to start another <laughs> depression spiral if we keep talking about this. <laughs> um, yeah, I have uh, plenty of picks for you if you're ready. I'm ready. Um, U.S. soccer is back. We have some qualifying games coming up. So I am taking USA over El Salvador. I'm taking a minus two, so that's going to be plus 280. And the over under is two, so I'm going to take that as well. That's minus 108. Um, AD is back. He is coming back for the Nets game. He is coming back after missing 17 games. So I'm going to take the Lakers minus three over the Nets. That's minus 110. Also, I am going to take the Warriors the same night, minus three and a half against Dallas. Uh, and the over plus it is 211. Both of those are minus 110. Going to take those. And I haven't been doing too bad in hockey, so I can't leave those picks out. I'm going to take the Jets over the Panthers. That's plus 135. I know the Panthers have been playing good, but I got my Jets winning this one. And I'm going to take the Predators minus one and a half. That's plus 155 over the very, very, very bad Seattle Kraken. Uh, yes, historically bad. Um the worst put-together team when it comes to expansion drafts. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. But they, they're they definitely taking the, the long build approach as opposed to the let's win quick. Uh, NHL is going to save me because they are playing straight through the Olympic break. They said, no, nah, we've canceled too many games already. Throughout the Olympics, I believe the Wild are going to play seven times. And they are an absolute electric factory to watch despite being up and down with the taxi squad. It's been crazy to watch this team play. The young prospects are playing as good or better than expected earlier than expected, which is fantastic. Uh, they won eight to two tonight over Montreal. Uh, I didn't bet it cause I'm out of money. I got to put more money in because <laughs> shit happens when you party naked. Uh, but Tom Brady wins MVP. I, I put four units or what? No, I put 20 units on him plus plus 400. Um, but anyway, I have Florida minus one and a half uh, plus 155 at Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida's just very fucking good, and they heat up so fast. Um, they are for sure a cup contender. And I think people need to pay attention because Sergei Bobrovsky, if he's in the net, um, that's a safe bet. I bet it either way, but Bobrovsky, I might even hit that minus two and a half because they're just that fucking good. And he's been playing that well. Uh, I'm going to take Vancouver plus 105 over Edmonton. Edmonton is a bad team. Bruce Boudreau, I believe, is going for his 100th win if he didn't get it already. Vancouver's been hot since Bruce took over as coach. And, uh, yeah, Edmonton, they have two of the top five centers probably in the game on their team, and they can't score goals. You are fucking up Connor McDavid. I don't know how you do it, but it's terrible, and they deserve to lose every game. Uh, They just actually snapped a eight-game losing streak, so I think they're going to start a new one. Uh, the Denver Nuggets, I'm taking them over Detroit, minus 7. That's minus 110 tomorrow. And then uh, a little Australian Open. I haven't been paying a ton of attention, but my boy, the Russian, Daniil Medvedev, I'm going to take him minus 110 to win the Australian Open. They're currently in the semifinals right now. He's playing at 2.30 in the morning, so I'm not going to pick him to win this one. I like him minus 6. Uh but I am, uh, I'm not going to take him right now because there's no chance that this pod gets up and you have a chance to listen to it before 2.30 in the morning. I'm going to take Daniel Medvedev to win the Australian Open outright. All right. Not bad, not Just four. Four little picks. Four little guys. There you go. That's not bad. It was a great NFL weekend. It was actually a fantastic weekend throughout um, next week, we are going to talk about the championship games. 
Also, we're going to get into the NBA. Um, Harden's ripping the referees. Caruso and Ball are out for 68 weeks. So the NBA is going to change it up a little bit, especially if Dame is talking about not playing for the rest of the year. So we'll break down all that NBA action for you next episode. Also, make sure you check us out on IG, money underscore back underscore podcast. Make sure you check out all our podcasts on all podcast platforms. And yeah, that was a great week. Chiefs are up in impressive fashion. Angels up in money this year. It's looking good. And can't wait to keep this rolling. I went three for four this weekend. I went four for six. Not bad. I was literally, literally uh, 13 seconds and three points away from uh, yeah, I was literally like two pre uh, uh, a prevent defense call and a zero blitz call away from being six for six and making well over a thousand dollars on a parlay for all six picks this week because that's how confident I was slash how low on money I was in my account. <laughs> Man, some told me to bet on Tom this week, but I just know I shouldn't. And man, if he had one more shot. It was going to be it, for real. <laughs> you don't get rich betting on Tom Brady, but sometimes, or betting against Tom Brady, but sometimes you still have to do it. I never yeah. will, but, you know, some people do. I have to respect yeah. them for it. Yeah. Well, see y'all next week. Uh, or next yeah, Later this up. week. Later Friday, this week. Friday. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. See you Friday. Normal, normal Friday show. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be well, great. We won't do it at 1030 at night, so Angel will be a little bit more with it. Yeah. All right. Never, never forget, when it's grim, be the Grim Reaper. I want film of that happening. Otherwise, it's just Andy Reid trying to get a record. <laughs> I love you, Tom. <laughs>